Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, a show that is dedicated to the people of the state of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve food and agriculture, often with that Mountain South Appalachian flair. And on occasion, I just might have a guest from our neighbors from surrounding states here in the Southeast. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. The theme song that you just heard was sung and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee. Today, we are setting the table with homemade pasta and sauce made from farm-fresh ingredients. Our guests today are Dustin and Stacy Busby of DSB Provisions. DSB Provisions is a family farm where Dustin, Stacy, and their three kids grow fruits and vegetables, raise chickens and rabbits, and they make homemade pasta and sauces. They also offer a private chef experience, and they're located in Maryville, Tennessee. We also get to hear from Mary D.D. Constantine on the topic of collards and her recipe for a quick meal using collard greens and angel hair pasta that she calls Asian noodles and greens. I want to say thank you so much for pulling up a chair to this big Tennessee table. I really appreciate your good company here today. Let's first start off with DSP Provisions. We recorded this particular episode in the fall of last year, and just a little note, they don't advertise on this show. Let's hear right now from Dustin and Stacy and hear more about the work that they do on their family farm. So we're sitting here today with Stacy and Dustin Busby, Camden, Olivia, and Heston, at your farm and your home. It's so good to see you all. You too. So great to see you. Always great to see you, Amy. Same. These kids have grown like weeds. I tell you, you (laughs) must be feeding them well. Yeah, they eat pretty well, and they definitely have grown, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking today about DSB provisions, and would you all give us a like a brief overview of what it is y'all do? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So we, it all starts with our small farms. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, we raise our three crazy kiddos and some animals, some chickens mostly, a little bit of rabbits and, and grows a bunch of vegetables. Uh, and we use that as inspiration for our fresh pasta company, making fresh pasta from the eggs. Uh, and then a lot of vegetables uh, go into our sauces as well as other local vegetables from uh, the community and everything. And then uh, we also do in-home private catering. So our niche is six to 
15-ish people, usually three, four-course tasting menu style uh, in your home. We bring you know the plates whatever you all the stuff to to do the food so it's we show up and don't need a whole lot and then we leave and it's like we're never there but you're full and enjoyed a whole evening uh and never had to leave your leave your house so <laughs> and uh, y'all heard dustin's background and stacy y'all have teamed up together so tell us the meaning of dsb would you yeah, well, DSB stands for Dustin Stacy Busby, uh, and the philosophy behind it that years ago, as we were taking a road trip to North Carolina, we designed it's really around slow food community and really enjoying not only the, the nourishment from the food, but the nourishment from the community that you sit with around the table. So it's really designed to be, our pasta can be a really quick meal, but it's to bring the family together around the table or friends together, so... There's nothing better. (laughs) Not a thing. No. No, not a thing. Well, can you tell us about the pasta? It seems like every week or every two weeks or so. Tell us about that pasta. Yeah, so we do it every week, um, currently at least, with uh, farmer's markets in full swing still. Um, When those end, we'll go back to uh, kind of a a biweekly delivery. But uh, every week or every other week during the off-season, we create at least three extruded pastas, which our extruded pastas are made with our whole eggs from the farm, from our chickens, uh, which are non-GMO fed and and raised on pasture. You might hear them in the background there. Um, But they, uh, and then we use organic semolina and we make all kinds of different unique shapes as well as kind of some fun additives like uh, today at the farmer's market, we did a roasted beet, uh, crested gallo. Uh, We do a spicy pasta. We do some made with kale or parsley uh, and fun things like that. Um, And then we also usually do our handmade and hand-stuffed pasta as well. Uh, Today, for example, was a three-cheese triangoli with roasted garlic. Uh, The roasted garlic was actually our last year's roasted garlic as we're starting to plant garlic today for next year. So um, it's always fun little things that we can add into the ingredients. And that is a a slightly different dough than the extruded pasta, but it's handmade, hand-rolled, and stuffed. And um, and then we use those as well. Uh, A few different sauces depending on the season and uh, usually some focaccia as well, just to round out the whole meal. So, uh, yeah. So if you sign up for the email, uh, usually it goes out on Tuesday morning, um, and then you have until Friday afternoon to pre-order. Uh, and you can pick up at the farmer's market, or like I said, we will go back to the uh, every other week delivery in the during the weeks that there's not uh, the farmer's market in the near future. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, sauce. Do y'all make sauce just when your tomatoes are in, or how does that work? So we do use our tomatoes a lot. Um, currently, to make our tomatoes last, we're using some organic canned tomatoes uh, from California um, that we really like. So we, we're blending those with some of the frozen tomato pulp from our uh, f- uh, our summer crop this year, yeah. um, as well as we did get some from Zavelle's farm as well, some tomatoes. Um, and so we use we use those both to, uh, to make t- our two tomato sauces that we make. Um, and then, like right now, we're using some local kale and uh, local parsley for our kale pesto um, we're using uh, uh, some different things like our almond brown butter agridolce which is brown butter sweet potatoes golden raisins and things like that as well so uh, it's, a, it's some fun sauces that are uh, um, really really delicious and you can you can almost get something new every time for the most part we have the same sauces but you know we have I think five different ones today so um, you, know, you can try one one week and then the next the next uh, next week <laughs> Um, I want to ask you about mushrooms. 
Tell me your feelings on mushrooms and the kind you like to use when you can get them. Yeah, we use a lot of mushrooms. Uh, we get a lot of our mushrooms from extraterrestrial mushrooms. Uh, they sell in Maryville and Knott'sville Market Square. Um, they, we use their oysters. They raise these beautiful blue oyster mushrooms, and they're gorgeous. Uh, we do mix those with a little bit of uh, cremini's grown just outside of Knott'sville here at Monterey Mushrooms. But um, uh, the cremini's add a little bit of good brothy-type uh, mushroom flavor, but the oysters are where all the flavor comes from. They, we roast them with olive oil, and uh, they get a little crispy and just have this really meaty flavor that we use in both our our mushroom fondue and our mushroom pseudo. So they both have, the mushroom pseudo especially, is almost like you're eating a meaty tomato sauce, but there's no meat in it whatsoever. Um, so it's really delicious. And it's it's definitely because of the, the oyster mushrooms. Oh my goodness, that sounds so good. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> so that's not just your kind of old watery, run-of-the-mill old white cat mushroom, is no, it? No, no, definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. In fact, I would say at the Maribel Market, both of the mushroom, both the mushroom sugo and the mushroom fonduda are market favorites by far. We yeah. even have Folks a lot of people. comment on them all the time. A lot of people that don't necessarily like mushrooms, yes. but you, when you eat it, it's not overly mushroomy, like, but it just adds this really great flavor. And like I said, it really almost takes on a meaty kind of flavor. Oh, bad. Mm, gosh, that sounds good. Well, y'all just really are busy people. <laughs> Every once in a while, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your website, you've got some ordering function on there. Can you kind of expand on that? Yeah, so the site or the shop site usually goes live on uh, Tuesday morning, and then uh, it's open until Friday at 4.30, uh, and then that's usually our pre-order times, and we'll either have pickups at the markets uh, or um, set it up to when we when we are delivering you can get it delivered okay all right thank you so much absolutely thank (laughs) you thank you amy yeah come visit us at market we'll be happy to answer lots more questions (laughs) i love talking about dustin's work so You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in here today, be it by podcast or by radio. I'm just so glad to have your good company. Today we are setting the table with homemade pasta and sauces made with farm-raised ingredients. And our guests are Dustin and Stacy Busby of DSB Provisions out of Maryville, Tennessee. DSB Provisions is a family farm where Dustin, Stacy, and their three kids grow fruits and vegetables, raise chickens, rabbits, and they make homemade pasta and sauces, and they also offer a personal chef experience. Stacy is an executive coach. She helps people realize their dreams and break through their own boundaries, and Dustin has a rich history of farming and culinary experiences. He is not the kind of person to toot his own horn, so I wanted to give you some background about him. He was born in Charleston, South Carolina. He started out as a dishwasher in high school, and he figured out he liked the line of work of working in restaurants. Eventually, he graduated from Le Cordon Bleu and then on to the Woodlands in Charleston, South Carolina, where he was promoted executive sous chef. During his time at the Woodlands, Dustin spent his vacation staging at restaurants around the world, including the French Laundry, the Fat Duck, and Le Manoir. He's also worked for many years for Blackberry Farm in Tennessee, where he served in the roles of farmstead manager and executive sous chef at the barn. He also spent a few years working on a Tennessee organic farm, raising grass-fed beef, pastured poultry, and vegetables, 
On this farm, he also created a brand, turning all the farm had to offer into pickles, condiments, and salami, as well as providing catering events. So that gives you some of Dustin's culinary background. Plus, he is a really good father. He and Stacy do such a good job raising their children and running this family farm. And again, they don't advertise on this show. Throughout the year, you're most likely to find them at farmer's markets in the Knott'sville and Maryville area. Off of their website, they send out a weekly newsletter that lets you know about pre-ordering and the markets where you can pick up that they will be attending. We'll hear from Dustin and Stacy's three kids, Olivia, Heston, and Camden, and the ways that they help on the farm and at the farmer's markets. So, um, y'all help on the farm, don't you? Yeah. You do. Olivia, can I start with you? What kind of stuff do you do on the farm? Mm, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Tell me about chickens. Do you help with those chickens? Mm, yeah, every day uh, I help. Either me or Heston gets eggs, and then we wash them. Sometimes they need new hay, uh, and then we help out with the rabbits, too. Oh, gosh. In the middle of the winter, do you look after rabbits? Mm-hmm. Wow. They actually are happier in the winter, I think, most of the time. That's them right there, those three cages right there. Oh, so okay. They're actually on pasture, too, so they get fresh grass every day as well. They're they're hot during the summer, and they're, the, the wintertime, they're not so they're bad. They're Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Heston, do you have to, like, clean old straw and chicken poop away and stuff? or? Uh, yeah, most of the time. Really? <laughs> that is kind of part of farming, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's... <laughs> You're good to be helping, I think, and and uh, you learn a lot about farming, about life and death mm-hmm. and caring for things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are there chores on the farm that you might like a little better than other chores? Um, I do like planting a lot of the time, like getting to put the fertilizer in, like mm-hmm. the holes and everything. It's just, I like putting the plants in. I think it's interesting. It is. Um, Today, it's a beautiful October day, and you guys, as a family, are planting what again? Tell me about what are you planting today? Um, Garlic and strawberries, right? Okay. Do you help pick strawberries? Are you going to plan in the spring to pick strawberries and Mm -hmm. do all that Mm -hmm. stuff? Cameron loves to pick strawberries. Mm -hmm. Really? Do you? So tell me, do you go to the farmer's market and help out too? Uh-huh, I like going to the farmer's market yeah, and helping out. Oh, so. good. Well, we've been speaking with Heston, Olivia, and Camden Busby here at the home and at your farm. And I thank you for putting up with me with this recorder in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table Thank you so much again for listening today. Today, our guests have been Dustin, Stacy, Olivia, Heston, and Camden Busby, the family that owns and runs DSB Provisions. This is a family farm, private chef experience, and weekly makers of homemade pastas and sauces from farm fresh ingredients. More information, dsbprovisions.com. I've also placed a link to them along with a picture of them and the podcast episode of this show on my website, tennesseefarmtable.com. And just a little note, they don't advertise on this show. 
Up next is Dee Dee Constantine regaling the collard green and a recipe for Asian noodles and greens. And now it's time for Mary D.D. Constantine. She's that Basset Hound loving, grandbaby chasing, happily retired former food writer for the Knoxville New Sentinel. Collard greens have seen a resurgence of late, even being named one of the most nutritious of the greens family. In fact, a recent study shows that steamed collard greens outmatched steamed kale, mustard greens, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and cabbage in its ability to help lower cholesterol. My grandmother always cooked her collard greens with a ham bone used for seasoning. My mother used bacon crease, adding the seasoning to canned collards. And now I know why I didn't like them as a child. Me, I've gone old school like my grandmother. A ham bone is a must. And if I don't have one, I bake a ham simply so I can get the bone. The smoked ham hock found in the store just won't do. But there are many more ways to use collards than just simmered in a pot. They are great, sautéed, steamed, used fresh as a salad base, prepared in a quick stir-fry, or dropped into soup. In fact, it can be substituted for just about anything that calls for spinach. Just be mindful that the texture will be different as collards have a more toothsome bite to them. One of my favorite go-to dishes where I use collards is something I call Asian noodles and greens. To make it, you take angel hair pasta, because it cooks the quickest, and you place it in boiling water. Add a handful or two of collards, now keep in mind they cook down pretty small, and then boil until the pasta is cooked through. In a separate pan, saute your favorite mushrooms in a small amount of olive oil and soy sauce. Strain the pasta collard mixture and place in a saute pan with the mushroom mixture. Sprinkle with sesame oil, sesame seeds, a little salt, some red pepper flakes for a kick, and serve warm. You can also add leftover chicken or pork if you like. Either way, you've got a filling meal in 20 minutes tops. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. This is Stacy Busby of DSB Provisions, and you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative 
Incorporated production.